0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Stevia Show. This is Steven. And this is Lydia. And today on episode two, we're going to be talking about things we wish we knew before entering the real world.
1: Or also, as we know it, things we wish college would have taught us.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually a uh, big topic for a lot of our friends right now. So we just kind of wanted just to dive into things we things we wish we knew, um, tips and tricks, and just ways to kind of get a, get a foot in the door to the fun and super real, real world
1: which isn't always so fun
0: but it's always super real
1: but it's always super (laughs) real so that is actually a good talking point steven um a lot of people think that graduating college is super fun Mm -hmm. and it's not it sucks
0: yeah because it's like it's just a whirlwind of emotions like you're proud of yourself for actually doing it but then you you're kind of lost yeah honestly
1: and it's the most expensive piece of paper you're ever going to Bye.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, we're not encouraging anybody to go on a website and print a fake diploma, but we're not discouraging it either because it would save you thousands of dollars. <laughs> lots and lots of dollars. But the validity of the validity of it might not be might not be all there. Um, so, just for a quick thing, um, Lydia, what did you do after college?
1: Um, after college, I actually went to um, Disney World on a, the college program internship. Okay. Um, which you can do when you're out of college. Uh, up to a year out of college, or a lot of people do it while they're in college. Um, and I basically did that because I got a degree in biology, and then I realized I didn't want to do anything in I biology. don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so most people get their degree in biology, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to go to med school. I'm going to be, you know, a doctor or whatever. And I was like, mm, no. So I went and worked for the mouse, um, and I did that for about nine months trying to figure out my life out. What did you do?
0: Um, so what I did right after college is I – Um, hung out for a few weeks, uh, just just doing the old, the good old job search thing, uh, which we'll get into that, but that is pretty stressful, but we'll definitely give you ways to help it be not as stressful. Um, but I just um, waited a few weeks, and then I actually um, got hired um, at a university pretty quick. So um, that was really nice, and I'm still working for a university, and that's what I want my career to be. So thankfully, um, I kind of lucked out there, um, and I'm also in graduate school right now to become a uh, school guidance counselor, cool. which I'm excited for. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You'd be really good at that. Oh, so. thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when you were doing that whole job search thing, what were your... Fallbacks. Like, what did you realize that you needed that you didn't have?
0: Okay, so I'd say, first and foremost, you want to at least kind of have a game plan of what you want to do. And see, that's why I think the Disney College program works really well, is because that way, if you don't know what exactly you want to do, um, then you can just kind of, like, get at least work experience. Yeah, that's exactly
1: what I was trying to do. I was like, well, I, you know, in college, I worked at Boys and Girls Club. So, I mean, that's not really much of a work experience if I didn't want to go into – being like an elementary school teacher, right? right? So um, I used the Disney College program as a guide to try okay. to figure out life. Uh, I still don't know anything about life. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of, it was nice to have at least something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. I left like three days after graduation, so it was a little bit stressful. It's um, a really quick turnaround. But it, yeah. was, <laughs> it was nice to at least be like, well, I, at least I have a job, even though it was an internship.
0: yeah. But, yeah. So, th- yeah um, so that's really cool that Lydia was able to do that. Um, but I think for me, the biggest thing that was kind of holding you back is that a lot of businesses and companies look for like three to five years of experience for an entry level job. Yeah, they do. And to me, oh that gosh. just doesn't make a lot of sense. That it's an so entry level position. Yes. Yeah. You are
1: so right. I completely forgot about that because when it was winding down to my inter- internship, I was trying to look for real jobs mm-hmm. and, um, I didn't know if I wanted to be back in Oklahoma, if I wanted to go back to Iowa, because that's where I'm from originally, Um, and everywhere, it was like three to five years experience, an undergraduate degree, maybe a master's, um, you know, proof that you've done stuff in the field right that's hard that is hard especially out of college yeah
0: especially so um like we mentioned the whole printing your own degree thing this is where that plan's really going to fall flat i mean (laughs) it's going to save you some money (laughs) um but this is where it's definitely going to (laughs) definitely going to hurt you um so yeah and i think that's kind of the bizarre thing is that for even for entry-level positions you like they want all this experience and credentials so i think the best way i kind of worked around that is you always want to research the job posting itself and look and just look for things that that they're Looking for like whether it's communication skills, whether it's you know marketability or professionalism, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, those are all things that you can tail. Th- those are all things that you can tailor suit your resume to. So always update. Well, how I would suggest is always updating your resume to the specific job. Right. So definitely have a general resume, but then whenever you actually apply for something, be sure to tweak your experiences. So. That way you can say that hey, you know, like like what you know with Lydia, she worked at Disney World, so she had you know. A lot of experience um, handling um, all sorts of different people from different walks of life. So mm-hmm. she ha- she's uh, understood how to, you know, um, interact with different people and multiple people at the same time, which is, you know, definitely a very marketable skill. And if that's not on your general resume, then you can definitely add that to your specific one for the job you're applying for.
1: Most definitely, most definitely. And a lot of you that are listening right now, if you're about to graduate, congratulations, because you have definitely... Um, done something fantastic but before you graduate you definitely need to utilize career services Um, all universities have a career services department Um, most I will say most universities have a career services department and most of them probably feel like they're very underutilized by the students so go in there make an appointment they'll help you with your resume they'll make it better they'll help you with um, specific words you know if you're gonna apply for a job um, before you graduate like if you're applying for jobs now you can bring in that job description and say hey um help me like how can I make my resume better how can I make myself look marketable because to an employer Steven that's your first line of contact is your resume
0: exactly so
1: you want you want it to look as best as you can Mm -hmm. Right. And so in our positions, too, we've been on hiring committees before, and that's the first thing we look at. So if your resume is just bland and it doesn't really talk about anything that would help you in your current position, then we're not going to look at you for an interview or anything.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And um, on the on on a resume, uh, tip number one before anything else. Make sure your font is not Comic Sans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I mean, knew you were going to bring well, that up. It, yeah, Comic Sans. Stephen hates Comic Sans. I, yeah, I hate Comic Sans. <laughs> but the thing is, the sad thing is, is that I have actually seen this happen. Yes. People will submit their resume in Comic Sans, and like, and
1: please not like pink or purple. Like black font is where you need to go. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, Times New Roman or my favorite Helvetica. But we can get we can get into fonts later. <laughs> Helvetica. Yeah, but first and foremost, no Comic Sans uh, because that absolutely is the first impression of a potential employer. And if they see that you have put Comic Sans uh, on your resume, they're gonna just think that that's totally uncredible.
1: Well, yeah, they're going to probably laugh at you, too. Yeah, like, what, like, a second grader do this? If I got that, I would just be like, oh, this is really funny.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, um, yeah, so unless you want to become a meme, um, then definitely – don't do that. Um, but, yeah, so I would uh, – going on back to the career services thing um, is that, Lydia, there's a lot of people who are terrified of yeah. interviews or speaking in public. And it's actually been found that more people are afraid of public speaking than death, which to me is bizarre. Wow. But then again, I'm a public relations. Like, that was my yeah. undergraduate degree. Um, but but yeah, so to me, that's, and I definitely understand the speech anxiety, because it is nerve-wracking, and, you know, you always hear the things on, you know, TV. I think it was in a NESD Classified School Survival Guide. Uh-huh. Great show, by the way. We miss it. So um, Dan Hartman, who or, or whoever did that, please bring it back. <laughs> please. <laughs> but the whole... <clears throat> at least a spinoff. Or a spinoff, yeah. NESD Classified Life Survival Guide. Life there Survival Guide. There we go, <laughs> yeah. Um, but... The whole, like, oh, just picture everybody in their underwear and you will do fine. Like, I mean, yeah. It that doesn't that's, really work. It doesn't. It's just a gimmicky <laughs> tactic for cheap laughs and, um, and sitcoms. Um, So definitely get practice interviewing, and that's something that I cannot stress enough because you can look awesome on paper. Anybody can look great on paper, but whenever you actually come in for the interview and they find out that you are unable to communicate or that you don't know how to speak professionally, then that could definitely derail you. And by definitely, I mean it will um, derail you. Um, So I would definitely be sure to do practice interviews, like whether you're just talking to your friends or your family, just have them ask you a few questions. You can find hundreds of interview questions on the internet. Um, They're, you know, obviously they're free. um, And then you can just get practice doing that. So I think that that's probably another big tip. And then
1: when you're in the interview, my number one thing that I look for um, is how somebody dresses.
0: I think that's important
1: to ring up, Stephen, because people don't realize that you're dressing for the job. So if you come through the door in jeans and maybe a cute top, that's still not going to cut it. You need a dress for the part. So if your job that you're interviewing for is a professional job, uh, it's definitely something you need to wear professional attire to. Um, so a dress or slacks or um, you not necessarily have to wear heels. Flats are fine if you're a woman. Um, but if you're a man, you know, a collared shirt, uh, probably a tie if yeah. you're interviewing. Um You know, just make sure you look the part, not like you just got out of bed or you're about to run to class. Right. Exactly. Make sure that you do that. And then also when you're in sitting in the interview, you know, it's it's okay to pause. Like if you don't if somebody asks you a question, you don't know the answer. You can you can you can think about the answer. Be like, I just um, let me think about that for a second, you know, but don't say I don't know. Right. Because that just looks kind of bad.
0: Yeah. And then even if um, – that's that's a great point, Lydia, the, the whole silence thing. Because I promise you, um, silence, yeah, can get a little bit awkward. We're not denying that. But it's a lot better than stumbling over your words and trying to, like, force an answer, yeah. I feel like. Because I think that's one of those things that anybody can tell, like, what's going on. Definitely. And And the employers understand that you're nervous. Like, they're not going to, you know, yeah. like, dock you points, hypothetically, um, if you don't know the answer. So you can always take a pause. But then the other um, really beneficial thing there. Is if they ask you a question and you might not have exact experience with it, um, kind of do what I said earlier and kind of tie your previous experiences into it. Like, oh, hey, I might not have experience with this exact situation, but here's something really similar oh, that yeah. I did. And I feel like it's applicable. And yeah. that is a really good way to show um, your potential employers that you're not just going to try to make everything up to get the job because you also want to be authentic. And that's a really big, that, that's a really big point, I think, is to be yourself ultimately. Um, but also just making sure that you're tying in everything thing that you've done and even though you might not have like I said that exact experience that they may have asked you you can always bring up something relatable and they'll definitely appreciate that
1: most definitely and I think um something that I want to bring up too that I was taught a long time ago is that you are interviewing for this position but they but they're also an interviewee too because you want to see if you like the position so always have questions ready for them at the end Mm -hmm. um that is kind of like, well, what does the day-to-day look like? Uh, what would my hours be? Um, you know, what is? What kind of things do we do here? Um, Because if you get in there and on on your paper on paper it it sounds like one thing and then you ask these questions and it sounds like something else. Well, maybe you don't actually want this job anymore.
0: Exactly. Because
1: you want something. I mean, yeah, you do want a job, and everybody wants their first job to be like the greatest job in the world. Magical. But sometimes (laughs) your first job is not the greatest job in the world, and. That is either your fault or the employer's fault. So if you can kind of ask those questions in the interview, like what my day to day would be like, and if that doesn't sound like something you would be interested in, mm-hmm. then don't then don't do it. I mean, there's other yeah. jobs out there, you know. So that's just exactly, what
0: I think. yeah. And I feel like people will just like you said, jump straight into a career and not really fully, um, I guess, kind of think about like what they're yeah. doing. Cause like that, that's a big decision. It is. I mean, and it's definitely, it's, it's, very, it's, <laughs> it's very stressful, but I feel like it's, it's for sure one of those things where you know, um, you're probably younger, you're in your 20s or 30s or whatever, and you're, you know, searching out for your first, like, real job, um, and you, you wanna make a good name for yourself and make a good impression, but you shouldn't sacrifice your happiness over something yeah. that you're not gonna wanna do. Like, that's, whenever I was looking for jobs, I did interview for a few that were basically the sales positions, and I am, like, not knocking salesmen by any means, um, but that's, that's not my passion. Like, that's not right. what I wanna do. So whenever I actually went into the interview, I understood that it wasn't right for me, and then that's just that's that's professional. Like you can just you know, even if they offer you the job, you can politely turn it down, and no one's going to have any hard feelings as long as you're being a good and effective communicator about it, Definitely. and not just making your like like not causing a scene. Because um, mm-hmm. we're not trying to get on the Jerry Springer show, um, but you know, you just want to make sure that your um, you want to make sure that your intentions are good whenever you interview, if you like.
1: So, Stephen, what else should we talk about? Things that we wish we would have known in college. Uh, I actually wish somebody would have told me how important internships were.
0: Oh my gosh. And job okay. shadowing and things yes. like that.
1: I guess people told me about it, but they didn't really tell me that it was like pertinent. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in the field of biology. I mean, I guess I should have probably known that on my own, but, but I, did, I didn't, yeah. I had no idea. So, um, if you have the opportunity to get an internship or do job shadows, definitely do it. Um, that's just another thing you can add to your resume you might make your job search a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to touch on that one too.
0: Yeah, and I think that also helps you separate out from um like separate out from other candidates because um in most cases you're not going to be the only one applying for that job. I mean, if you yeah. are, that's awesome, you know, 100%. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no competition. Uh, you know, competition. Which is real which is really nice, but Unfortunately, that's not very realistic. Um, So definitely seeking out the job shadowing, the internships, or even, like, service projects with, like, an organization that you might like. Yeah, um, and that was something that I really enjoyed during my uh, career in university. Was I actually um, worked in the communications department, and oh, I help yeah. and I helped them out mm-hmm. um, with their you know PR things and um, making sure like you know memos get sent out in time. And even though it wasn't like a full on like communications consultant job, mm-hmm. it was still like those um, experiences that I was able to start getting. And even yeah. though it wasn't like I said because I was still in school at the time, it wasn't um, it wasn't by any means the end mean the, the end, end game career, but it gave me like the kind of broader knowledge of like what goes on, yeah. like with public relations and with, you know, um, talking to a larger audience and just making sure that that you're prepared for those jobs. Um, so I would definitely stress that, you know, internships, uh, college job, job shadowings, uh, job shadows, excuse me, um, I feel like those are really effective tools that you can have in your Swiss Army knife, if you will, Yeah, um, yeah that, for real. That, that, that kind of sets you apart. Um, so I would wholeheartedly recommend that. And even if you are a graduating senior in the next few weeks and maybe you don't have an internship, um, that's okay because there's always time to find like job shadowing. Like, even if you know somebody in the field, you can always just ask, hey, would you mind if I shadowed you for a bit? And then and then always um, networking, which I think we should talk about next. Yeah, we'll go ahead. Let's go ahead and jump into networking because yeah. I feel like that's a big thing.
1: Network is important. Uh, I guess I never knew the term networking and probably until about my sophomore year in college because I can probably talk to a wall if I needed to, mm-hmm. um, but networking is very important. So for all of you out there that are not about to graduate and you are just in college hanging out, um, networking, join those organizations in college, join those clubs and and go and uh, do your service days and things like that and meet all those people because you never know when, you know, your – one of your friends in college is going to be your um, – your next shot to a bigger job right yeah so you make friends and 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 acquaintances throughout college and then you know we you all go your separate ways right so Mm -hmm. you know some of you will go into the med field some of you will go uh to universities or you'll go and go into the army and things like that well you know it's always good to know somebody somewhere exactly Um, so networking is definitely good Good practice, and if you do networking, um, I wanted—I just wanted to say this. Sorry, Stephen. That's okay. Um, if you do networking, you know those are people that you can put for contacts, right? Exactly. Uh, what are they called?
0: Um, references. References. Of course. Yeah. You. I was
1: like, what? Are, I don't even remember. But yeah, so networking is big, 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 especially if you're in college.
0: Yeah, and it's definitely. A, a huge asset to you because if you're out making those connections in the community and maybe not even necessarily like in your exact workforce like, yeah, if, like no. if for instance like if you're like me and you love animals like you can go volunteer at the Humane Society yeah. and even though I don't want to be a veterinarian because I my, you know my last name is English I'm terrible at science um, <laughs> I mean that that like that person that I volunteered with and have good rapport with um, they could probably know somebody in a field that you would like because it's one of those things where I definitely believe in the seven degrees of separation seven degrees
1: <laughs> of separation I was going to bring it up well, well job, I beat you job. to it so yep, you did.
0: <laughs> um, yeah because I feel like that's a very real thing
1: 100% um,
0: 100% real. it's yeah, crazy it's super crazy and it's like it, really it's nuts like like who who all knows everybody and that's just a really good way even if you're like I said if you're involved in something that might not be 100% related there's a very real chance that the person that you're working with does mm-hmm. and if you're having good establishing, establishing good relationships with them that only helps your case
1: only yeah mm-hmm. it definitely doesn't hurt it unless you're just a
0: poop. yeah unless you're an nincompoop and that's <laughs> and that's another tip is uh don't be a don't Be a <laughs> exactly exactly uh, oh,
1: so that's gosh. great
0: um and I think probably one final thing that I would like to touch I mean I'm sure that we can talk about uh that we could talk about many different things but social net but the so- social networking and it's and its prominence and you know oh, yeah. job searching um, so I don't think anybody's going to be upset that, you know, like if you go to a bar and have a few drinks or whatever, like that's just an all part of life. Like no one's going right. to care that you did that. But too often you see people that are posting about, oh my gosh, like I got, you know, like lit or, you know, trashed last night. Oh, with and a picture w-
1: involved. With a picture <laughs> yeah, involved. Yeah, that's so great. And let me
0: be the first to tell you, those pictures are never flattering. Never. Like, yeah. You
1: look real bad. in <laughs> Like super <laughs> bad. bad.
0: Super bad. Um, and I feel like far too few people monitor their social media. Um, or, I mean, if you even do post like those pictures of you know, like um, like a Friday night, Saturday night, or Tuesday night. Like, I'm not here to judge your life. Like, you know, yeah. um, which was whichever night you're you're having fun and doing your thing. Um, put Wednesday it on, night. Wednesday night. Why not? <laughs> yeah, Wednesday night. Sunday night. Any night of the week. Um, uh, any day that ends in day. You know. Um, nice. But thank you, thank you. Um, but. Just um, be sure you're monitoring what you're putting on there, and even if you do feel the need to post a picture, always check your privacy settings. Because I feel like, especially with all like the recent stuff, I mean, I know Facebook's collecting all of our data. and not, This really doesn't have anything to do with it. Oh my god! Um, but well, but the thing is, he didn't is that, mean
1: to do it. <laughs> well, he,
0: oh my gosh! Yeah, but the, but the thing there is that be sure you're monitoring your privacy settings because even if you have it you think you're on you know like your friends or whatever but if you if you're tagged in a photo or somebody tagged you in a photo guess what their friends can see it because you're in the same picture with them um, so always be careful about your privacy settings and um, what I would actually do before um, looking for jobs this is something that I actively do is I um, set my Twitter to private and I set my Instagram and Facebook to private as well mm-hmm. um, not that I have anything scandalous but it's just one of those things like where if like I may have posted something political which isn't wrong inherently but somebody could take yeah, it the you wrong know, f- way uh,
1: freedom of speech exactly right
0: <laughs> yeah 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 so definitely post whatever you want like on, on that regard but you know how people are like they can see that you voted one way or another. Other, they can go totally nuts oh
1: most definitely and yeah. yeah and even if they don't want to judge you they are judging you based off of that and mm-hmm. so which sucks i mean that it sucks that and you it's kind of hard that. not to you Well, know. yeah and i think with social media too more and more people are using it today like mm-hmm. it's not just our generation you know it's all the older generation that are going to be in charge of you know your life essentially if you're going to get that job or you're going to get into med school or whatever so they're looking at it um Because why wouldn't they? If they can just type your name on Facebook, like why why wouldn't why would you not? So then when before you walk in the door, they essentially know everything about you, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's a good point. Is definitely you gotta just you gotta keep it clean. Be careful. Be careful for sure.
0: Yeah yeah so yeah like i said i always
1: think uh, if my mom would not like to see it then i'm probably not gonna put it on facebook yeah (laughs)
0: exactly exactly (laughs) or my grandma (laughs) oh or yeah yeah even better if you're if if you don't want your grandma seeing that if my grandma
1: saw it it, yeah and i knew she'd be disappointed it's probably not gonna go yeah (laughs) exactly
0: that's a very good point lydia well um i think honestly i think that just about does it for 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 the tips that i think are important anyway in today's today's world those
1: are good tips i think
0: cool sounds great oh
1: um actually i have one, more, oh, one, more. one more bonus okay what do we got bonus tip bonus tip enjoy all of your midday naps now
0: oh my gosh because yeah. you don't
1: get that as an adult unless you're like lucky enough to live five minutes away from home
0: mm-hmm.
1: to get that lunch nap in yeah
0: or if you like work for google so, yeah you know, oh, oh yeah, yeah. or <laughs> in china china yeah. has
1: naps but uh we yeah. don't here in the take, united
0: states we don't have that take
1: that and run with it. Yeah. Take as many naps as you can. Be because free. Naps only will happen on the weekends from now on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so not everything's doom and gloom. I mean, the real world's great. Definitely, your you know career building. Paychecks are great sometimes. Yeah, paychecks are awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, yeah. So so we definitely want to thank you for listening um, and giving you a few tips and tricks on you know how to graduate and how to you know you know kind of be kind a mo- of
1: be successful. Kind maybe. Of be, yeah.
0: Maybe. Or at least get a good ground on try. it. Try. Try to be. Yeah. We're um, helping. We're here to help. We're here to help. So, um, yeah, so, so if you like what you heard, go ahead and um, subscribe to us. Um, or if you want to follow us on Twitter, um, my handle is at Steven T English, and that's Steven with a V.
1: Oh, Stephen with a V. With oh, v, yeah. I see that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you do actually do that. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and mine is at Lydia Winford. All
0: it, one word. All one word. Yes, <laughs> uh, all one word for both of us. So yeah, if you want to give us a follow and reach out, give us suggestions on what to talk about next. Uh, we're all about that. Um, but for this time on the Stevia Show, this is Stephen and this is Lydia, and we'll see you later.
1: Bye.